several months ago, I told my husband that I wanted him to go to a yoga class with me. Took a little bit of convincing, but he came. I don't think he really enjoyed it, though. I think it was a little bit hard for him to be so still and it be so quiet. He felt a little awkward. And then when they brought out this bowl and made this sound, he got really uncomfortable. I loved it. There was something about the way the instructor was making this like resounding noise that just brought me a lot of peace, a lot of calm. What was she doing? How can sound make our brain happy? Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. What's up, y'all? Welcome to today's episode of Happy Brain. If this is your first time listening, my name is Heather Parody. I am your host. So grateful that you are here as we explore sound therapy. Before we get started, if you are new around here, we look at fun outside-of-the-box ways to keep your brain happy. And hey, I have a little proposal for you today. I would love to hear from you. Do you have a fun practice, a technique, something that you've heard of recently? Know someone who does some really interesting mental health work? I want you to find me over on Instagram. It is at happybrainfm. Send a DM. I know there's so many different ways to stay mentally healthy. And a lot of ways people don't know about. So thank you for supporting this community with your contribution. Again, that is at Happy Brain FM over on Instagram. Now, sound therapy, I honestly, before this conversation, did, did not know much about it. I knew that sometimes in yoga classes, they would have a bowl and there would be different sounds that they would make and stuff. But I really didn't know why or how or whatever. Well, I, speaking of Instagram, <laughs> went over there and searched sound therapy and instantly ran across Danil Dolankia. She is a yoga and meditation teacher, corporate wellness trainer, and sound healer. I reached out to her and asked if she would be willing to come on and share what sound healing is. And she agreed. She joined me from India, which was 8 p.m. her time. She had just finished a class and jumped on. And I asked her, I won't keep you long, but can you tell me what is sound healing? Before we even understand what is sound healing, let us first understand what is sound. Sound is actually the very core and the origin of this whole existence. If you see different religions have or different philosophies have a theory about how this universe came into being. And somewhere in their own format, they all say that sound was the thing that led to the whole existence of this being, of this whole universe. So even the Big Bang Theory, even, uh, you know, any ancient Eastern theories, they all have something to do with sound as the beginning of this whole uh, existence and evolution. So sound is one of our most primordial, uh, you know, qualities something that which has always been there and no matter what country what age what race what religion you are sound affects us in many different ways you know from the screeching of a horn to say uh, to listening to a good music to some birds chirping to the sound of a, a river we all react to these sounds knowingly or unknowingly but we all kind of have very powerful responses to sound. 
And why is that? You know, why does sound really affect us so much? Like, it's because, see, we are, as we all know, we are uh, 70% water. Our human bodies are 70% water. And water is the best conductor of sound. And that's why sound as a medium works so strongly on us. What happens when we have so much sound? I feel like I'm always trying to drown out sound and not really listen. So we have a lot of sounds around us, right? Like, how does that affect us? So the sound is what is sound. Again, it's a vibration. It's a certain frequency. Mm. And if this vibration is of a unpleasant tone, it will, that sound will be very annoying and irritating. But if that same, uh, you know, sound, that same vibration is tuned into something more pleasing and soothing, it will be a nice and a happy song. You know, you will be, you will feel good listening to that sound if you just change the frequency of that sound. And that is what sound healing is all about. It's like our body is like this whole giant instrument and uh, it has its own frequency and own vibrations. But because of the, you know, the distractions, our lifestyle and the way we live and our mental, uh, you know, thought processes, this system becomes out of tune. It is not in harmony all the time. And that is where it becomes in a state of dis-ease. So practices like sound healing, you know, they can bring that harmony back. They can fine tune the body back. And so that you can be in your optimum state of health, not just physically, but actually mentally and emotionally. That is the whole, uh, you know, reason and the logic why sound healing is actually so healing if it's done in a correct manner. Now, I've seen the the bowls with the the spoon or the stick or whatever. Is that what sound healing is? Is 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 it con- confined is, to the bowl? It's not confined to the bowls. It is an instrument or a medium which uh, has become very popular. They are called Tibetan or the Himalayan singing bowls. They are very popular because um, this is something which everybody has been using now and the monks have used it for meditation, for healing and relaxing since many, many years. I didn't know that. Yes. And uh, they are made out of, say, six to seven different metals. And they're all tuned to a certain frequency which matches with our body frequency. And, you know, if you heard of the concept of chakras, you know, so actually the bowls are tuned to match to the frequency of your chakras. Yeah, it's really interconnected and it's uh, it's actually such a simple thing like a sound it can, you know, cause deep effects into your cells. If we look at science also, you know, our cells are also constantly vibrating. They are in a state of constant vibration. So this sound reaches boom right into your cells, you know, not just on the external layer, but it goes, pierces right deep in. And that is the beauty of uh, this magical, you know, therapy or a magical treatment that we have. So do you have to be trained to use these instruments? Yes, ideally, yes, because um, you should know that what sort of bowls will work for what sort of body organs, uh, what sort of, uh, you know, results are you trying to get with the people or the participant or the student that you're working with and how to use the bowls, you know, how to tap them, how much intensity to tap them with, which one to use for what purpose. 
so yes it is uh, it's important to have a training you know done for that so are there any kind of rituals around like the handling of the bowls and the instruments like are they supposed to be kept in a certain way or touched and moved or stored and any, is there any kind of religious ceremony with that or is it you can just have your bowl sitting on your kitchen table <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you just keep it in a in a good space, you know. Keep it in a space where there's good energy. It should not have too much of direct sunlight falling on them. It should be in a closed place and uh, you know away from insects and you know dust. I think basic hygiene is just good enough. Yeah, you can of course keep it in in your space of you know your sacred space so that you continuously are you know receiving and giving energy from it. I would love to hear from from you your personal experience. I know sound healing isn't the only thing you use. You um, are a teacher, a practitioner. You just came back from a class. There's a lot of modalities that you use personally. And if you wouldn't mind just sharing a little bit about just a little glimpse into your own journey of uh, your own like mental health and just coming into tune to the work that you do now. So um, I am a yoga teacher and. Um... Sound healing came much later in my life. Yoga came much before. What was very interesting is I combined the two. Mm. So when I'm teaching yoga, you know, when people are doing certain asanas, certain postures, I actually use the bowls and, you know, put it on the bodies of people. Really? As we place the bowl on a person, that effect is... And Crazy. to another level, you know, you can't like imagine how deep that vibration will penetrate in your body. So I put the bowls on the belly of a person when they're lying down in Shavasana uh, and few taps of the bowl will put the person into deep states of relaxation like instantly. So I've tried to combine how I can use singing bowls into other modalities of yoga, you know, and sort of put it together as an offering, which has been very, very effective, actually. Wonderful. How has practicing yoga and sound healing affected you and changed you? Well, the reason I got into sound healing was because I experienced a session of sound healing and mm. I was just, uh, you know, blown away. I'm like, what is this? You know, I had to kind of dig deeper into it. That's how I landed up and met some very interesting gurus in India and learned from them. I use it. This is another benefit of sound healing. You can use it for your own healing as well. So, you know, you put the sound bowl on your body and you just tap it. You do what you want to do with your own self. And I think that has been quite interesting because it is something which I can use it for my own self apart from taking it in different sessions as well. You know, on a, on a physical level, you will feel very relaxed. But mm. the effects of this go far more deeper like it flushes out the toxins of your system, mm. physical toxins, mental toxins, emotional toxins. It's actually a very, very blissful experience. You don't need to go to a spa or anything. You know, you can just do a sound. Do it from home. Isn't she awesome? Make sure you connect with her at JanilleDelonkiaYoga.com. That is linked in the show notes. And her handle over on Instagram is JanilleDelonkiaYoga.com yoga. She has workshops and classes that you can find there and just some awesome content. But before we go, I had to ask her, is there anything else about sound healing that you want to share? Yes. Why sound healing uh, is something that we associate with the singing bowls, right? Mm -hmm. And the gongs or the crystal bowls, right? That is mm -hmm. one medium. But there is a whole stream in yoga called Nad Yoga, which is sound yoga, yoga of sound. Okay, oh. Nad, N-A-A-D, Nad Yoga. 
in that the emphasis is on your own sound on your own sound which i mean is by chanting mantras mantras are such powerful uh, you know uh, words put together and when you chant them the vibration that you're creating is extremely powerful you're creating a great energy field around you hmm. and there can't be anything more healing than your own sound so in yoga we try to rely we in yoga we try to become self reliant you know you don't depend on anything else so if you don't have a singing bowl you can still experience sound healing by chanting certain mantras certain words you know in a certain rhythm in a certain manner and uh, that itself can be extremely magical there cannot be anything more healing than your own sound so cool. So my friends, whether it is holding your breath on purpose, intentional adversity, or sound healing, I hope you take some time for yourself today, my friends, and make that brain of yours happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy.